Once again, you already know what it is, and you already know where you have reached. Just an hour later. It's not that big of a deal, man. My brother's teeth are clean. Next week, my teeth are going to be clean. It's all good, man. We are in the building for another big-time episode of Clash of the Podcast. Really excited to be with you guys again on tonight. We have not missed an episode in over a year, and the saga continues. The trend continues. The streak continues. Really fired up to be with you guys tonight. So much stuff going on. Bound for Glory coming up this weekend. We're going to give you guys a preview. Also going to be talking about if the road to WrestleMania is starting to take shape already because, Lord have mercy, we just saw Roman and Cody come face-to-face. We saw Jimmy and Jay come face-to-face. It's not really looking all that great. Yes, Doug, I know it's 7-Eleven, but you know what? At the end of the day, it is what it is. And I got one thing left to say to my brother from another mother, Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling. I'm Hubbard from Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. This is Clash of the Podcast. Conrad, drop that thing. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Clash of the Podcast, episode 59. 59 of these bad boys. Uh, Big shout out to uh, Sir Quills. I know he's in the chat. He just had a birthday. We got to show you some love, Quills, uh, live on the air, because you are always one of the first ones in here, so you are much appreciated. But tonight, the first one in here was Guy Will Gamble with the year. What's good? Scary hours for the queen on SmackDown. I don't know if you're referring to Charlotte. There's there's many people who you could be talking about there, but uh, yeah. Another title shot coming. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Uh, Doug says, the delay start to my favorite part of Monday. Conrad, Sean, chat, we got a bit to talk about. We do. We do tonight. Fact. Derek says, yo, yo, yo. My, my Derek. Appreciate you, my G. B-Boy Skyline, what if WWE helps to get another season of Heels? Um, they could if they wanted to. They wanted to preserve the show. Holla at, uh, holla at your boy Cody. Maybe he can do that for you. Uh, Sir Quills, what's up, Conrad? Sean, chat, your boy Sir Quills is back, fresh off, enjoying my birthday weekend to enjoy episode 59. The London Fletcher, woo, that's a throwback like name. That. Like episode that. of Clash of the Podcast with my two faves, CJ and Hubs. Feeling is mutual, my G. Yeah, everyone's showing uh, some birthday love in there. Um, people are in there talking about heels. Ray Thompson, happy Monday, guys. Crown Jewel and Full Gear, both are shaping up to be good shows. That's what we like as wrestling fans, right? Oh, yes. BJ says, happy Monday, everyone. Hope you are doing well. I can't do this one. I'm not allowed. M. Leezy Fo Sheezy. What up, though? That's a fact. What up, Matt? Uh, Easy E in the chat. What up, E? E, why are you making that sad face, bro? What's wrong? Probably because we're late. My, he'll be all right. Be, I had to get my teeth clean, bro. I had to get my teeth clean. I don't know what else you guys wanted me to do. It's part of the maintenance for the pod. Uh, next week, though, Sean has brought it up. I will let him make this announcement. Yes, yes. It's crazy. I'm going to let y'all in on a secret, man. Obviously, Conrad had his dental appointment this obviously tonight 
Weirdest thing, man. Weirdest thing. Y'all gonna think I'm BSing, but this is so weird. A couple days ago, I get a call from my dentist. And she scheduled me for Monday evening. It's like, it's weird. Like, that, that makes no sense. But anyway, be clear. Be clear that next week, once again, we'll be coming at you at 7.05. And then October 30th, my father's birthday. Big shout out to my dad, Papa Hubs. Uh, he will be uh, celebrating his birthday on October 30th. And that will be the day that we return to normal time. So tonight, 7.05. Next week, 7.05. And then October 30th, we return to normal time at 6.05 Eastern Standard Time. Show us some love. Show us some love. Um, let's see here. He said 7-11. I was going to write slushy to you, Doug. I forgot to say that. <laughs> that was uh, during the intro, though. How about those Jets? Hey, Dub's a dub, baby. That's, that's what Buffalo's saying, too, right now. Dub's a dub. Excellent. Eric, Conrad, how was the dentist? Uh, it went fine for me. It was pretty pretty quick, so I can't complain. I don't have cavities. I don't got no issues, so good to go. That's what's I'll up. Take that. Vinny, hey, y'all. God bless, y'all. What up, Vinny? Welcome. The only Vinny I like. I don't know any other Vinnies. That dude's name is Gomez. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Thought y'all were on vacation like AW Games community oh. managers. That's foul. That's foul. Oh, not cool. Wow. <laughs> uh, McKinney said, yo, I'm here to talk wrestling and ask one important question. Did anyone take TK's phone or is he still tweeting? It's still the fire live chat and the Monday dynamic duo. Let's go. I like that name. McKinney. I like it. Thank you. Uh, Y'all both fresh out the dentist. Let me get a smile. He doing the teeth check on me. Yeah. I went, Dad. I swear, I went. I went. I'll, be, uh, I'll, I love. I'll give you a smile next week. Steve Kelly in the chat says, "What up, my brother Steve? I hope things are well with you, my friend." God bless thank you. Man. Thank you. Oh, we're getting we're getting a lot of questions. I'm not allowed to answer some CM Punk. <laughs> Yo, Derek, get out of here, Vinny Vinny Vici. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> He said, we all going to the dentist November 7th. Hey, weird. It's weird, right? They, they, they coming for theirs, man. They're coming for theirs. Now, I know we're going to talk WWE, but I got to tell you all about this, man. Impact Wrestling. Yo, Conrad, you always talk about Impact Wrestling. Why Why are we going to talk about Impact Wrestling? Because Impact Wrestling deserves more viewers. That's why. And Fight TV is going to have on it Bound for Glory. All right? We're going to get everything. The countdown to Bound for Glory is going to start at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, October 21st. If you got Impact Plus, if you got YouTube, this is where you are going to want to be for Saturday. This is going. This is Impact's, is it fair to say, Sean, their WrestleMania? That's no, how I always no, remembered it. not their WrestleMania. WrestleMania is WWE's Bound for Glory. I'm I'm trying to equate this for people who don't know. I know, I'm, and I'm saying I'm with. Listen, I'm not correcting you because you're wrong. I'm just I'm just remixing it. This show is Bound for Glory, and WWE's WrestleMania is WWE's Bound for Glory. Bound for Glory is the number one yearly show in professional wrestling history. You know why I know that? Because I saw Samoa Joe fight Kurt Angle. I saw Hogan fight Sting. I have seen some of the best matches in history on Bound for Glory. So I'm going to say that WrestleMania is WWE's Bound for Glory. And in all seriousness, obviously, I'm joking around right now. But on a serious note, 
it's worth the buy. Go get that. Look at this, man. Um, Renegade, I see you in here. Let's talk about that Miss Pass interview. You, you're too late, bro. You were too. We already talked about it. We already talked about it. The Bills. Listen, I'm gonna say this one time just for Renegade. We did. We did grab a little jersey on that last play and the play before that. So I'm a Giant fan. We. You know what though? When, blame when, the right. when you have a year like we've had. And you give $40 million to that scrub Daniel Jones, you deserve everything you get. The, the, you, know, year, you know what position you're in, though, Sean? We used to be in that position. You can't win games if you don't score touchdowns. Can't win games kicking field goals. It's good. It bails you out of situations, but you're not going to win every I'm game. I'm going to take this moment to tell you something, bro. And I think I told you this a couple weeks ago, probably when the season started. Y'all better win this year because that window doesn't stay open. I'm bro. I'm worried about injuries though. We got people snapping Achilles and everything left and right, man. They're stacking up on us. Uh, <laughs> Doug says I love it. Bound for Glory is their Starcade, and Matt Wilkins says it's stacked. Listen, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Uh, Renegade L2K is on his way to getting banned out of this chat. Watch yourself, buddy. Watch yourself. Uh, Chad, welcome. I see you are also in the chat. What up? Much appreciated. Um, all right, let's get back to Bound for Glory. We have two Hall of Fame announcements for people going in. This first one, I think, is long overdue, and I think it's earned. It's deserved. Um, Mike Tanay and Don West, they're going to be inducted by Scott Demore. Um, RIP to Don West, man. Uh, if you've never went to one of those, the base brawls, any of like the house shows that they used to do for uh, Impact Wrestling, I don't, Sean, I don't know. Did you ever go to like the baseball stadium I shows? I know they had I them did. out by you. I did. Bro. You said that. I did. Did Don West sell you? If I could get behind this screen, did Don West ever sell you the beige bag with the two DVDs and the impact shirt in it? He would get uh, you for that five every time. He didn't sell me that, but I did buy a couple DVDs from him and I had a nice conversation with him. Um, Don West. A conversation, the conversation I had with Don West was probably one of the most wonderful wrestling interactions I've had. And I've been to Access before, back when they called it Access. I've been to, you know, several events where I've had, you know, meet and greets. Don West was a really nice person. Yeah, Don West, um, good dude. Um, he will be missed. And I'm glad that he's getting to do this. Also, Mike Tanay. Mike Tanay doesn't get a lot of love. Um, when I first heard of Mike Tanay, I never knew who he was until WCW. I'm going to be frank with you guys, honest as a kid. I remember him as the cruiserweight guy. He would come in. He's probably the dude who taught me the word hurricanrana because before that, it was a Frankensteiner to me. He taught you all of the luchador moves and told you who people were, and he's part of why I'm probably sitting here and I can talk pro wrestle with anybody and talk about, oh, yeah, the arm drags. Yeah, he's from AAA. He's from uh, CMLL. And it's because of Mike Tanay. So uh, nothing but love for those two. Mike Tanay is annoying to me. I like him, but I, I respect him, but he's annoying to me. It's like I took the Bobby the Brain Heenan stance. Rest in peace to Bobby the Brain Heenan. Like, he used to say, okay, Mike, we – we don't know anything you're saying. You're, you're it, it, dragon screw leg whip. What does that even mean? Like, I don't understand. He, you know what? He was the educated guy in the room that you just wanted to shut up, but then you appreciated the knowledge at the same time. So respect to Mike Tanay. I wish he could have dumbed it down a little bit, but, 
but he was a very he's he's very smart, very smart. But he had to maximize his minutes in WCW. Remember, he would only come out during the first hour. This is true, you know. And you know what? I appreciated him more. There, there's an announcer from WCW that I was not a fan of. I don't even know if I should mention his name right now. I, I, I guess I have to, right? Lee Marshall. Lee Marshall was not my guy. I know he did a lot of stuff later. I was just not a fan of Lee Marshall's style. I didn't like him because he was disrespectful to Bobby the Brain. Like he would even Bobby, he would bother Bobby, like, and Bobby wasn't even paying no attention to him. Oh, dude, I meant to send you a classic Bobby the Brain Heenan. This, you know what? There's always time for us to pull out a Bobby the Brain Heenan quote. And I saw this, Sean, and I instantly thought of you, but I couldn't send it because I was sitting in the dentist chair. But I laughed. Halloween Havoc 1994. Ric Flair walks by Eric Bischoff and Heenan, and Heenan was holding up four fingers. Hogan then walks by after Flair has entered the cage. Eric Bischoff says, when Flair walked up, he held up four fingers. That was a sign of the four horsemen. Bobby Heenan, when Hogan walked by, I held up one finger. You don't get commentary like that today. <laughs> you just don't. I love Bobby Heenan. My favorite Bobby Heenan quote will forever be the opening match of WrestleMania 8. Look it up on the network. Shawn Michaels' entrance. Bobby the Brain Heenan, uh, whatchamacallit, Gorilla Monsoon, God rest his soul, also says, uh, why do you think she, he, you know, he has Sherry at ringside? He said, well, he wouldn't allow any, bim- I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> and then and, and Gorilla was like, Bimbo, were you going to bim- say Bimbo? And Bobby the Brain said, no, I said, I said, Pip. I said, Pip, I'm excited. This is WrestleMania 8. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kara, where's oh, the state egg and cheese bagels at? Mickey D's, my friend, Mickey D's. Mike Tanay is called the professor for reasons. McKinney said the professor. I learned everything Lucha from him. He told and explained everything they did. Tanay was my favorite for educating me on moves also similar to Taz now. Ta- One day we'll talk about Taz's commentary because Taz's commentary is insane. It's either really good or off topic, but you have to enjoy it for what it is, kind of. He is so weird to me. Like, when they're like, do you think Taz is a good announcer? I'm like, I have to sit here for a second and think about this. Because Taz is good sometimes, and there's other times where he's like, yeah, I was getting tomatoes the other day down the street. And I'm like, what are we talking? There's a match happening right now. And they're just having a good old time. And him and Tanae got like that, too, sometimes. Bro, I can't, Oh, my goodness. Like, you don't even, oh, man. I'm... I'm actually, you're going to laugh at me because this is kind of crazy. Like, I'm getting choked up now all of a sudden because I'm really, like, starting to think about. We weren't we weren't going this this route, Conrad, but I do you mind? I just want to take, like, two seconds. Like, I miss them so much, bro. I miss all the, them. All the wrestlers or commentary teams we're talking I, about right now? I miss them so much. It's like Gorilla Monsoon. And and Bobby the Brain Heenan, they they were so, oh man. Look, everyone's saying classic lines by Bobby Heenan, Bimbo Jezebel. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even. Oh man, that I wasn't expecting to get choked up by that. It's supposed to be all funny and stuff, but I don't know. Like I, they Chad got me laughing right now. You gotta oh, see. I'm gonna put up some. I don't know if I can say that one on air. I probably will, but we'll let me. Scott Steiner's in the chat. The numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you. Big Papa Punk, welcome, welcome to the chat. All right, don't flex on us. All right. Um, 
Taz commentary is like Lucha. It's either on or off. Just sit back and watch the car crash. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Entertained 45 says Yambag. One of my favorite Taz phrases is just so wrong. <laughs> it's so wrong. Uh, Steve says, I love good old Jim Ross. JR is a fool, too. Uh, Taz is good when he's serious, but when they go off the rails, it's Bacha Mania Gold. What did you say? You saw E? What did Any love for Jesse Ventura? Jesse Ventura is a fool, too. And you got to listen to him because sometimes he said stuff that you weren't supposed to hear. Yo, when Hulk Hogan won the title at WrestleMania 5, I'm talking about the one, two, Three, Jesse Ventura let all of his real emotions about Hogan come out. He said, this makes me sick. (laughs) How can the pukesters cheer for this guy? (laughs) Oh, my God. So good. So real. And honestly, Uh, if you're asking me the greatest duo or, like, who you think of when you hear, like, TNA wrestling – it's it's Mike Tanay and Don West easily easily. Yeah. Also going in is uh, someone who portrayed many roles. Um, she's been valeting. She is married to Kaz. Tracy Brooks is also going in. Uh, mm-hmm. Tracy Brooks has been in the wrestling business for quite some time, and she's going to be inducted in by Gail Kim. Um, I'm looking forward to this for Tracy Brooks. Um, I'm I'm happy for her. Good for her. Good for her. It's very nice that she's getting into the Hall of Fame. I like it. I like it. Now, I, listen. Let's let's go through this card. We got a lot to get into for Bow for Glory. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep my thoughts to myself. I, she was very talented, Hall of Fame worthy. <sighs> She she stuck. Here's the difference though with Impact, she stuck with them for a long time. Like other people bounced left, and maybe she didn't have a choice, but she was that she rode for you. You can't say she didn't. Like AJ Styles rode for them, no matter what. When the day comes, like you can't say he didn't try. He tried, maybe too long. Joe, too. I think Joe, I wish Joe would have left probably like five years sooner. Agreed. Agreed. Let's start things off with a little X division. Uh, we have the X Division champion. This is not 2002. Chris Sabin is your current X Division champion. He is going to be taking on Bullet Club's own Kenta. I think this is an interesting matchup for um, two competitors who have been in the game for a long time, and I think that they will show you why the X Division is one that you cannot sleep on. One of the greatest competitors of all time i i i have so much respect for the motor city machine guns both of them and they're both going to be prominently displayed on this pay-per-view and i don't see any any yeah that it's right it's right about here i think it's like in this area got it got it <laughs> um i i, I mean He's just so good, and I—I I mean, are we doing predictions now, or is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I think I think Saban has to come out victorious in this match. I, this is his this is his match, and yes, he, I, I think he wins. I don't. I can't even remember right now how many reigns Saban is on for the X division. I it has to be double digits. 
I would think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Been, you gotta remember, it's been like 20 years, bro. Like, he's been, like, good lord. I gotta look this up right now. I gotta know. Yes, 10. 10 reigns as the X Division champion for him. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to cut it out right now, sir. Cut it out. <laughs> we also have a uh, call your shot gauntlet battle royal. This is where usually someone gets a trophy. It's it's impacts uh, once again to equate. It's their version of money in the bank. Um, we've seen Moose come in. I think Moose might have one of the most memorable cash ins. Pin Josh Alexander in front of his wife and child during his most glorious moment. Um, oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, so is there a favorite that's not uh, featured on this card that you would like to see get it um, in this matchup? Is there someone who you think, like, you know, they've been putting down lately and maybe we can get into it? And remember, this match has a mixture of different people in it. You can cash in on any title. Well, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we're talking about Bound for Glory. You have to put on your highest profile name. So I'll answer your question by saying no. I think that they got it right. I think that you have to have marquee talent in the match. And I think they got it right. And I actually think Moose is going to come out victorious. So you, well, Moose got put into another match this week. I don't know if you I thought Moose was going to be, Moose is not in the, in the, um, okay, I'm messing up here because I'm looking at the card and I see Moose in this match. Am I mistaken? Yes. Moose is in a different match now. I'll, I'll pull it. That, that got switched up this week. Oh, it got switched. I thought I was like, okay, so I'm not, I'm not bugging. Okay. It got switched. Okay. My fault. My fault. Is is there a favorite going into this? I would like to, you know what? I would like to see like a Jordan Grace come out in this winning, or uh, maybe not a Jordan Grace. I'm trying to think because you got to have a nice dark horse pick. Maybe Joe Hendry. He would be good. I believe in Joe Hendry. I don't know. Um, I, I was preparing for this show all day, and I had no idea that Moose was. What happened? Like I gotta do my homework. Uh, well, it's part of the storyline once we get into it. Uh, best best forever. Welcome. I appreciate you being in the chat, King. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, look at Doug was on point 10 or 11. Had to know. People got it going on. Ed Fries on Twitch watching as well. Welcome. Welcome. If you guys haven't, man, hit the like button. Come over to YouTube. Subscribe to myself, Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. His is down in the description. Uh, make sure you guys show some love. Show some love. Uh, they pulled the TK. Get them graphics ready, CJ. Hey, yo, you know every Wednesday what they do to me. Every Wednesday. Yo, I love that the chat really has this little motion for them. Uh, say his name and he'll appear. Um, yeah, so I, I'm taking Joe Hendry. Did you make a pick? I didn't want to cut you off before uh, I move on. I picked somebody who wasn't in the match, so uh, I'll go with Joe Hendry as well. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's go down to uh, we do have a knockouts tag team titles match. Uh, MK Ultra, that is Masha Slamovich and Killer Kelly. If you haven't seen Killer Kelly lately, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, they're going up against Tasha Steeles and Deanna Perrazzo. Um, Now, listen, I, th I think Deanna Perrazzo is one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Um, I feel like her and Tasha Steeles, I just I don't see it at, for this matchup. 
I think they're two of the best. I love them as singles wrestlers, but as a tag team, do you see it? Like, I think MK Ultra needs those titles to hold on to them. I think that they're adding prestige to them right now. I'm about to blow your mind, bro, because I'm not only going to predict this match, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it even a step further. I think Deanna Perrazzo and Tasha Steele are about to go on the reign of all reigns. I think they're about to become the greatest knockouts champions of all time. This is about really? this is going to be something special. I have a feeling about this pairing. I have a feeling about the charisma that's coming together on this match. I feel like Deanna Perrazzo and Tasha Steeles are two of the most charismatic young ladies in the industry today, in the industry today. And I think with the fact that Trinity, we'll talk about her more later, having the um, the knockouts division on Smash right now, I think that Deanna Perrazzo and Tasha Steeles are doing the right thing as it relates from a storyline perspective of changing their focus to other forms of gold and impact. They're going to win this match and they're going to go on a run. And I'm talking about six to eight months. They are not losing those belts. They're going to redefine. I'm going on record. Perrazzo and Steels are about to redefine the tag team knockouts division. I think it's going to be a little swervy swerve. Something's going to happen in the match to where this will be a one-on-one match in the future and i think that these two hold on but well listen you guys remember these moments you mark it down when me and sean are back next week 705 eastern standard time and we're talking about this it's about uh, to be one of those really cool odd couples i'm talking about like randy orton and riddle kind of swag i'm telling where nobody thinks it's gonna work or somebody like um you know um well, mick griddle oh that was first of all that was terrible I'm glad that never happened. Um, I said Mick Riddle too, like because that's what I wanted. Probably Mick Riddle. It was what it was supposed to. Um, but yeah, I'm telling. Watch, Deanna Perrazzo and Tasha Steeles are about to win these belts, and they're going to go on a run of a lifetime with these belts. I'm about to talk big stuff about this next match. I feel that if I have another match or two or three that could be like match of the night, and this one's on it as well, but I'm going to dub this match the sleeper match of the night. I like to try to think these out beforehand. So when I do my, when I think of a pay-per-view show, I always go, what was the best match? What was the sleeper match? And what was the match that, you know, could have probably been better or didn't deliver. Maybe it was where it was located, whatever the situation may be. This match is going to be the sleeper match. I'm calling it now. The rascals, the impact tag team champions are going to be taking on ABC of bullet club. Uh, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, they play no games. These guys are well worth it. These are two guys who I think Impact should be laser focused on getting into their main event. That's how good these guys are. That's how good these guys are. <laughs> are you Are you trying? Can I? Wait, which way am I going? Am I going this way? Bow. There, go. there we go. They have to win those belts back. They have to win those belts back. They were on the road, in my opinion, they were on the road to becoming the greatest impact tag team champions of all time. I'm talking about America's most wanted kind of stature. They need they need to have those belts. I was very disappointed when they lost them. I, I don't I don't they have to win these belts back at Bound for Glory, period. Unless unless something's popping up and Trey Miguel or someone's going to join Wes Lee, I don't know what's going to happen here, but I know that these teams are going to deliver. They have a lot to prove. I think all of them do. 
Well, I think I, your prediction about different match companies. Tonight, I think your prediction about match of the night is spot on. I'm not saying matches. I'm going to give this sleeper match. Listen, there are some other matches that we're going to say that I have the prediction for what I think match of the night will be. Copy. Moving on, we do have a Monsters Ball match. For those who don't know, Monster Ball plays no games. This is the match that made wrestlers like Abyss, Sabu, Jeff Hardy, people who do the wild things in Impact, uh yeah, the this is the match for you. PCO's teeth are scaring me. I'm gonna have to take that down. Um, <laughs> we got PCO, Rhino, Steve Macklin, and Moose. This is going to go ham. I, I don't I don't know what else. Macklin, a former impact wrestling world champion. I think his reign was cut too short due to a lot of stuff that was going on. You've got Moose. Uh, someone else who has stuck around for Impact, another former world champion. Rhino is another former world champion. Uh, he fell. He fell victim to the to the reign of terror. We'll just say. And uh, PCO, a legend, a legend. If you've been watching wrestling as long as me and Sean has, if you don't know about the Quebecers, go find out, and you will see young PCO. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. What a great team they were. So entertaining. And shout out to their manager, Johnny Polo. I don't know what he's doing today, but Johnny Polo is a legend yes, in the is. game. Yes, he is. Uh, one of the most amazing managers. I, I don't know if he ever had any kind of wrestling career after that, right? Like, who knows? Who knows if he ever did anything after that? You know, maybe, I mean, it's, it's kind of a hardcore stretch to find out if he did anything in his career after that. But anyway, uh, first of all, let's call a spade a spade, okay? To me, any match that Moose is in, he's the odds-on favorite, right? But to, but also, at the same token, I feel like I'm going to kind of talk out of both sides of my mouth. As annoyed as I am with Rhino continuing to be on a show like Bound for Glory is as wonderful as, I, as, as it is to me to see PCO. They're both older guys, but I love PCO. And I'm going to go with my heart instead of my head on this one. That's what she said. And I'm going to say PCO. PC, yes, that's what I that's what I said. I said that I'm match. supposed to be the bad one here. What oh, is I, going I, on? I, listen, I, I don't I don't cuss, but I do get suggest, suggestive every once in a while. Um PCO wins. PCO wins for the feel-good moment of the night. Okay. Oh, by the way, I know I, f- I forgot to get my prediction. I got rascals for that one too. Me and Sean are gonna be opposite on a lot of these. You're going so you're saying PCO gets the W. 100 percent I can't I can't see that. Um the real question is to me it's not Rhino and it's not PCO. It's between Macklin and Moose. I think you're, they're going to go with Macklin. I don't know why, I don't know what it is, but I think they really like Steve Macklin a lot. And I think they're trying to get him back onto that train to being the world champ. Mm-hmm. Um I think Moose is in already another stratosphere kind of when it comes to impact like main event scene. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Uh, here, the next match is the match that I am going to take out on a limb. I'm going to say that this is going to be match of the night. It is going to be Will Ospreay versus Mike Bailey. Announce him correctly. Do you want to do it? No, I want you to. Everybody knows that I I always announce him correctly. I'm going to have to put this caveat on it then. 
It is the greatest wrestler, according to Sean and Don Callis. Will by God Osprey is coming out, and he is going to take on uh, Mike Bailey. And I tell people this all the time: Mike Bailey is a wrestling machine. This dude, when we put up the end of the year awards, I am not mad if Mike Bailey gets votes. Right. I listen. Me and Sean, we're getting real close to our predictions. For, so we're talking about end of the year stuff. I'm going to go back and listen to me and Sean's predictions for the year. And I'm going to write down what Sean got right and what I got right and what we got wrong. And we are going to look back and laugh at some of the stuff we were saying at the beginning of the year. But this match is – this is what these relationships are all about. When you're extending out, when it's impact working with New Japan, this is what you want. You want Will Ospreay here, and I think that's a big deal for them. Well, uh, let me explain the reason why. Well, it's not going to be a long diatribe. I'm about to go on. Will Ospreay, to me, because I really had to think about it, especially in pre- preparation for tonight. Ski, if you see me trying to see what's up. Um, at the end of the day, to me, Will Ospreay is Shawn Michaels mixed with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat mixed with Robin, Rob Van Dam. Those you, you take those three guys' styles, and I want you guys to think about that, internalize that. You too, Conrad. Think about what I said. I'm talking about a prime ECW Rob Van Dam, prime world champion HBK, and intercontinental champion, United States champion, somewhere in that range, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Will Osprey is the best wrestler in the world. Period, bro. The best rep, he's better than Roman Reigns. He, he, he's better than, than anybody that you can think he's better than L.A. Knight. He's better than uh, – he, he, he's the best. He's better than Jericho. He's better than, than, than anybody you can think of. Hangman, Swerve, I love Swerve. Will Ospreay is the best wrestler alive today. And unfortunately for Bailey – you're going up against the best wrestler in the world today on the biggest show of the year. You have to lose. That's that's the bottom line. You have to lose this match. Will Ospreay will not leave Bound for Glory with a loss, period. I respect it. I respect that, and I'm going to agree with you on that. I think Will Ospreay is also going to pull out the W in this matchup. I just think it's it's just right for him. We got Wrestle Kingdom coming up. I don't know what the other matchups are going to be. All we know right now is that we have Sonata going up against Naito uh, in the Tokyo Dome. It's going to be great. I cannot wait to talk about it. Um, it's going to be a fun show, but Will Ospreay, rest assured, he will have a top build match on that show, whether it's Kenny Omega again, which a lot of people think maybe it's a surprise. Maybe you'll get Jericho coming back. We don't know what's going to happen, but you're going to want to stay. I want everybody in the chat right now to give me right now the name of the person you consider to be the best wrestler in the world today. If you think it's Roman Reigns, if you think it's Chris Jericho, if you think it's Hangman Page, whoever you think is the best, if you think it's CM Punk, I want you to tell me, I know that was for you, Conrad. If you want, you tell us in the chat right now who you consider is the best wrestler alive today. Go ahead, Conrad, we're good. What? Oh, you're, oh, you're pointing out, oh, that was oh, you. No, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're I not allowed to vote, it's our show. You Come on, man. 
I didn't put anybody. Yes. Have you ever heard of that wrestler? Yes. This is our show. You're not allowed to vote on your own. Oh, my God. Conrad, show some class, man. Show some Hold class. on. Speaking of class, E, this is foul for anybody to put someone in that position. No one should be wrestling evil at Wrestle Kingdom. Derek said Midian. Mods, where are you tonight? Where are you? <laughs> Derek, cut it out with Midian. Um, McKinney says it's Will Ospreay. I'm, I'm shocked that Will Ospreay has not won uh, the EPW like best wrestler award like i'm honestly shocked in his category do i have to create uh, roman reigns biggest nobody box office attraction Vinny says nobody would care but i think i need to make the hubbard wrestling weekly awards get down with me bro i'm yeah. telling you because yeah, i need that oh mckinney says gunther is the best wrestler in the world today i like what bj bj said osprey or or d brian um and then Omega and oh well, you know, Omega and Okada are always gonna be in the conversation. I agree with that. Danielson, Doug says Danielson. Rob's going with Danielson. Rob says Rob says Danielson. Um Easy says Kenny Omega. Oh my god. I, I can't give Omega the nod over Osprey in 2023, bro. Osprey is just a happy birthday to Kenny Omega today, too. Happy by the way, birthday. you're not the best wrestler in the world though. At the end of the day, for me. Pause it. Pause in advance. Pause in advance. Omega's the complete package. I mean, um, Omega, Freudian slip. Um, pause in advance. Osprey's the complete package. Play. So, yeah, <laughs> interesting takes from a lot of people here. Uh, Gunther is right up there, though. He is my current favorite. You know what? You know what the bad part is, though, Conrad. And I'm gonna say something that's gonna sound, but you know me, it's gonna sound super disrespectful, right? But I don't mean it disrespectfully. I think the world of Gunther, right? But when I say what I'm about to say, it's going to sound like I'm disrespecting him. Gunther can't hold a candle to Will Ospreay. That doesn't mean Gun Gunther's amazing, but he can't hang with Will Ospreay? I think that would be a, actually thinking about that match. I could have a lot of fun if they even let me book that match. Okay. I could okay. do some good things with that. Okay. Go back and watch that Rumble uh, from last year, man, he was he was the best person in that Royal Rumble. I'm not going to front. No disrespect to Cody. Gunther's amazing. I'm not saying, but you can be amazing and still not be. He's not. You're just saying you think Will Osprey is just. Will Osprey is head and shoulders above any wrestler alive today, bro. Osprey, there's nothing that kid can't do. Vinny says Roman best story to. I mean, he he's not. Roman can tell a good story when he wants to. But he's Shout out to Vinny, but he's not the best wrestler in the world today. Gotta be around to be oh. the best wrestler in the world. I'm just saying. Right. Brian Danielson Quill says, Will Ospreay, Kazuchika Okada, Zack Sabre Jr., Kenny Omega, John Moxley. I can't pick one. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, get some beef on him, and I would love to see them let Hiromu Takahashi uh, loose, though. I think he gave Will Ospreay amazing matches. They did have a nice little uh, back and forth. Remember, they used to open Wrestle Kingdom every year, and they were yeah, right. was about to be great. You're right, BJ. That's true. That's very true. Very true. We got two more matches on this Bound for Glory oh. card. The Knockouts World Championship match, Trinity versus Mickey James. I'm looking forward to this one. Um, we've seen Mickey shine on the big stage before, 
And I know she can, and I know she will, but I think she takes so much pride in her matches and work. And Trinity always deserved the spotlight more than she got. I believe I went to, I was just looking through old photos today. I was just talking with some cats about this, and I found WrestleMania 33 photos. And Trinity was, she was the champ going into that, right? Or did she win it there? She won it there, if I'm not mistaken. Either way, it was in Orlando. She did great. But this is the first time where I feel like the division is on Trinity's back. So, like, it's not, you're on this brand. You're the second tier champ. We're going to, you know, we're going to take care of you the best we can. No, she is the knockout champ. She is holding down the division. And if you're looking for good women's wrestling, I hear people complain week after week about WWE and AEW's booking of the women's talent. Get get out your computer, your tablet, your phone, however you want to watch this. Go to Fight TV, order it, and watch this match. I think it's going to be really good. You complain about women's wrestling? We've talked about two matches that I think are going to deliver great women's wrestling for you. I got a sneaking feeling about this match, and it makes me sick. It makes me sick. I what do you What do you think? I, think I, I got Trinity winning this. I, I got, I got, my heart says my heart says Trinity, but there's something. I got a sneaking feeling that they're going to do some dumb crap, and that Mickey's going to win this match. I hope there I, always, there's always that chance that someone sneaks away, but I, I don't see it here. I hope I'm wrong. I, let me see. Uh, she was stripped around SummerSlam, right? I think so. Because I went to SummerSlam. Maybe it wasn't that year. Maybe it was the year later. But, yeah, I think you're right, E, on that. And in the main event, we've got Alex Shelley representing the Motor City versus Josh Alexander. This is going to be money. I'm tell- Josh Alexander is going to go out there, and he's going to wrestle wrestle and Shelly can still go and you know what I'm glad he got this world title ring because Saban got his many years ago shout out to the aces and eights somewhere <laughs> they gave Alex Shelly this title ring and he deserved it these guys always wrote for impact I think it's a crime that these dudes aren't in WWE or AEW I don't understand it at this point Sean your thoughts I think it's a it's a crime as well I think that you looking at two of the best in the world today I think even at his advanced age, Alex Shelley's still one of the best in the world today. And obviously, Josh Alexander is a machine. Um, to me, it just makes too much sense, too much sense. And I mean that tongue in cheek for Josh Alexander to win. I think Alex Shelley shocks the world and manages to retain. Um, it's going to be a top, it's going to be a top tier match. This could be match of the year. Um, but I just have a feeling that. Josh Alexander making his triumphant return and winning the title back makes too much sense. You know, so I think that that Alex Shelley wins, but either way, it's a win for the fans. I agree. Um, I think Josh Alexander is getting this title back and it'll be well worth it. Um, If you guys want to catch up on impact, it's on access TV. You can also watch on YouTube through their subscription plans. Uh, you join the community tab, all that stuff. That's how I watch Impact every week. Um, many different ways. Impact Plus, Fight TV is going to have this show. Go to Fight, check it out. If you haven't watched Impact in a while, this is the perfect place to jump back in and get back into it. They've been putting on a good product. I keep telling people, people are sleeping. I hear all I hear is, you don't like Raw. 
you don't like SmackDown, you think NXT's buns minus NXT WrestleMania, you've got AEW, Collision ain't hitting for you no more, Dynamite doesn't feel right, you know what I mean? Tony Khan's tweeting with them Twitter fingers. Give Impact a chance then. Go watch Impact Wrestling. Watch Bound for Glory. Try some different wrestling out. Maybe you'll enjoy it. Go try New Japan Pro Wrestling out. Maybe you'll enjoy it. But you got to give it a chance, I think. If you're if you're frustrated, there's wrestling out there for you. Somewhere you will get it. There's no excuse to say that you're boxed into watching one thing or two things. There's so many options out there. And it's really, really exciting to know that we have options. And that's what I'm looking forward to on Saturday night to see, to me, the third the third best, um, I mean, New Japan, maybe the fourth best, but it doesn't matter at this point. Impact is, in a, is trying to step their game up. And I've seen improvement. And I think that Bound for Glory being their WrestleMania or whatever you want to call it is going to be their chance to show the world who they are. And I think this main event is top tier. I think, look, you have a pay-per-view. You're, you're Impact Wrestling. You should be proud. You're putting on a pay-per-view with the, the, the person I consider to be the best wrestler in the world, the most talked about female wrestler in the world right now. It's like this is going to be a great show. I mean, shout out to Impact, man. Like there's not much more they can do. I mean, Rock and Austin are not walking through the door. Like, they're doing their best. Yeah. Well, like I said, what's given to them, they they show out. You got you got a lot of people rumored to be on the way out the door, too, so that's going to be opening up the checkbooks. You've seen them try to even welcome CM Punk. I don't know if Punk will go there. They're going to have to call the parent company and say, yo, you guys got to pay this dude, and we'll get some decent ratings. But it's up to them what they want to do. Um I, I don't know, man. I don't know. All I can say is order the show. I'm going to be watching. Sean's going to be watching. We'll probably come back next week and have some quick thoughts on the show. Uh, would love to hear what you guys thought of the show if you're watching. Uh, we're going to transition now into some sad stuff to talk about here. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. It's all over now. Hey. The- the tag, right. the tag team of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. It's a rap Rizzy. It's yep. a GG. It's game over. But I see something developing here. And I know a couple of you said something to me, and I mentioned it to you in private chat, but I'm going to say it tonight. But I want to get to Sean first before I say it, because some of you might know what I'm going to say, but I want Sean's thoughts on this. Sean, Sean booked all of this, by the way, like what we're talking about. This was all Sean. So, Sean, I'm interested to hear what you thought of this Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn breakup, I guess. Yeah, I, 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 think, I, I mean, we've all been calling for the end of Sammy and KO versus Judgment Day. I mean, that ran out. Can you set the stage for everybody? I didn't do a good job of that. How we got here on Friday? Well, I mean, we know that previously Cody Rhodes brought Jimmy Uso, JJ Uso, to Monday Night Raw. And it's been kind of a cliffhanger over the past month or so. Actually, a little longer than that, over the past two months or so, about who was going to go back to SmackDown to compensate for the loss of Jay Uso. Uh, I, I I think me and Conrad talked about it previously. We thought it might have been Cody himself. It didn't turn out to be Cody, especially when Cody and Jay won the tag title. We knew that wasn't going to be the case. So, um, you know, to use Conrad's term to set the table, basically you bring in Nick Aldis. I mean, first of all, the pomp and circumstance behind Nick, Nick Aldis made me sick because – 
you have him come out. He's already standing ringside. You don't even give him a pop by having him come out and having music play and having him have a, le- a decent entrance. This is Nick, Nick freaking Aldis, man. Show the man some respect. If I was Nick Aldis, I would have been felt disrespected that he was standing ringside next to Michael Cole and Corey Graves just for Triple H to say to come into the ring like he's just a regular guy. Don't put Nick Aldis. I'm about to go off on a tangent. Don't put Nick, now, Nick Aldis and um, – What's the other guy's name? Uh, the the GM of Raw now, Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce in the same in the same category. Like this guy is not a freaking NWA Impact legend. Okay, but well, hey, Adam Pierce is also a former NWA champ. He is, but don't put. But they're not in the same category. I mean, I, that's true. But you know, you have you have champions that are Jinder Mahal, and you have champions that are AJ Styles. There's a difference. Okay, so let's call this. And I, and I think Adam Pierce has been doing a great job as an authority figure, but he's not on the level of Nick Aldis. But I digress. So they set the stage bringing Nick Aldis, and Nick Aldis's first proclamation is to bring out the newest SmackDown superstar. And that newest SmackDown superstar happens to be Kevin Owens. So the first thing that popped into my mind, I immediately texted Conrad and I said, you know, does this mean the end of Sammy and KO? And obviously, on a storyline perspective, you know, a storyline level, it does. And I think we all have been really, you know, sick and tired of, um, you know, Sammy and KO versus Judgment Day. But I, I wasn't calling for the team to break up. You know, I was call, I was looking for an end to that rivalry because we had seen it in every conceivable way. But I guess WWE made the decision to um, made the decision to uh, have. Oh my goodness, Emily Come on, man. I mean, just, he ain't and, telling I, no lies. He ain't telling. Don't you dare say he's lying. I brought up Jinder Mahal to make a point. Jinder Mahal's run is one of the worst runs in all of wrestling. We're not comparing runs. We're just. I'm just saying. You have Jinder Mahal. And you have AJ Styles. You have Adam Pearce. You have Nick. Nick Aldis is a freaking Hall of Famer, in my mind. So like, Adam Pearce is not. Adam Pearce is not. Adam, no, Adam Pierce does a cross. I know Adam Pierce's career. Adam Pierce's career is not Hall of Fame worthy. I, I, I know Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce is a decorated professional wrestler. He's not as decorated as Nick Aldis. Are we even no, having I, a conversation? I no, I agree with you on that. That's all, I mean. That's all I'm saying. He's not Nick Aldis. Okay, Nick Aldis is a megastar in this industry. I hate East so much tonight, East. Stop. Like so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, Nick Aldis is a Hall of Famer in three different organizations in my book, NWA, and you know, I know you're being funny, but Impact slash TNA as well. So, you know, whatever. I mean, it is what it is, but my point is, so now they break they break them up. You know, KO, KO comes to SmackDown without Sami Zayn. Obviously, Sami Zayn is back on Raw. And the team seems to be separated. Now, I think this is going to lead to them having a problem with each other again. Um, I don't know how they're going to come together with Sami being on Raw and, and KO being on SmackDown. But it seems like it's the end of um, Sami and KO. And I know we were tired of them going up against Judgment Day, but I didn't think the team needed to end. And that's pretty sad. E, I'm gonna read this one time for you. Don't be, don't put don't mention this man anymore in our chats. Wait, wait. <laughs> this is Kevin Dunn. 
nobody knows who Magnus is. He's just he's just Mickey James' husband. The fans won't know him. Shut up, Kevin Dunn, you moron. He said the same thing about Terry Funk. No one's going to know who Terry Funk is. Shut up. Just terrible. Terrible. One of the last people you want in the room when there's an idea being presented. Um, yeah, I mean. Agreed. I'm not, again, I'm saying, BJ, at the end of the day, look, I'll, I'll just say it simply like this. Adam Pierce is no Nick Aldis. That's all I'm saying, and that and that's the bottom line. Adam Pierce is a respected athlete in the industry, but he's not on the level of Nick Aldis. And to bring it back to my original point, Nick Aldis deserved a little bit more pomp and circumstance, and to just say, "Hey, by the way, here's our new SmackDown general manager, Nick Aldis, who's standing next to next to the announce table." Let's be real, too, though. During the time of Adam Pierce being the world champ in uh, for NWA, he was a Ring of Honor wrestler. Look at all the people now who get signed from Ring of Honor and stuff like that. Just think of the the amounts versus back in the day. CM Punk and Brian Danielson are true success stories that changed pro wrestling. You may not want to hear it. You may not want to believe it, but they did. Because without them, I don't know if you get all these guys in WWE. They're, they weren't looking for Scrap Daddy Adam Pierce. Uh, Morishima. They didn't. They weren't looking for those dudes back then. We thought they were great, but they were like, "Nah, I'm good." You know what I mean? That's just how they viewed it. TNA Hall of Fame for Nick Aldis? Yes, easily, easily. Um, the dude's a legend. It, I'm kind of with Sean. I'm before I say what I'm going to say about Sammy and KO. Nick Aldis, number one, not getting an entrance. I was like, "What? You didn't give this guy an entrance? He just walked from the side." Hello, everybody. He did hit Dominic with a good line, though, when he shook, shook his hand. By the way, Dominic's from Raw. Shout out to that brand split. He uh, he ah. came up and he said, Dominic Mysterio, I'm a big fan. And right when he shook his hand of your father. And I was like, oh, that was so good. So but good. Real quick, I'm just going to throw this little nugget in here. To me, that's just another WWE dig. That's a, you know, And Nick Aldis shouldn't even have signed up for that. Maybe he didn't have a choice. I know he's just a, a worker now, but Let's just have Nick Aldis be put to the side and and introduced like a nobody. Like that's petty WWE garbage. That's what they do. Yeah, this guy's no big deal. Like the Rock saying, "Who who in the blue hell are you to Booker T?" Like it's disrespectful, bro. Um. Yes, I think they said K over to SmackDown. This is from McKinney. I'm laughing at the chat, by the way. If anyone heard me laughing while Sean was making his point to SmackDown because they needed real contenders to challenge Roman, but eventually Nick Aldis will wrestle again. There's a good way. I think they need to get to that point, though, to get Aldis in the ring. Do y'all know Nick Aldis is younger than Cody Rhodes? I want people to look at this up. Why is Nick Aldis on the sidelines? He should be in that ring. He's He's tall. He's fit. He can go. Use him. He's in his thirties. Use him. I th- I think they should. Uh, e. All right. All right. Somebody get this man right now. Right now. Talk about Brodus Clay in the Hall of Fame. Um, Raw's lineup is not terrible tonight. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um, nobody. Nobody cares about Kevin Dunn. What brand split? I'm t- I should make a shirt. I'm telling you. What brand split? It doesn't exist. It's all a figment of your imagination. But I want to get back into this because Sean, when he messaged me, thoughts went through my head. 
we waited this long to get to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn as a tag team, right? Mixing this up and hearing this out, I think there's a story element here, Sean, that people might miss, and I'm going to state it. Kevin Owens getting moved is going to portray. Why did he get moved, Sean? He got moved because Jay Uso got moved. And who made that happen? Cody Rhodes. They losing them tag titles because of KO. He yeah. oh he's gonna make sure of it. I could see it happening um, to where because I feel like him and Drew are gonna be the two turns because of this on the opposite brands. Yeah, but Drew's already turning. According to what we saw last week on Raw, Kevin Owens was starting to figure out that Jay was all right. I agree with that. Um, they they know what they're doing with this, and I think it's just little seeds being planted. Remember, by the way, Gomez McMahon is not in charge of creative anymore. We found out this week, congratulations, Gomez, you played yourself. You thought that you played back into getting into power, and they were like, Nah, we're good here. You can just kind of sit over here and be a figurehead, and when you're ready to sell your stock, you can go. What did I tell you Thank last you. week? I said honorary position. Mm-hmm. And and that's what it's looking like more and more for him. So what are we gonna do? Someone says Sammy for world champion. I think they missed that chance right now. Unless Sammy can heat up again, I think they missed their opportunity if they wanted to do that. Um, this is here though. You could tell a good story. You could. I could even see a story. Sean, we talked about it. The The Bloodline storyline is mafia-esque, right? I can see it where, Jay, you know what you need to do to Cody tonight unless you want your brother to get beat up because Jimmy's going to get whacked. Like, that's, that's the best way to think of it. Like, Jimmy is going to get beat down for some of this, and there's a way to intertwine all of this and mess around with it. I know people are saying they Roman needs KO to challenge him. I really don't need to see that match again. How many times, how many shots has he been given? We're at the point of we're at repeat defenses for Roman. He got two, two years ago, and he got one. This He's gotten three chances. Yeah, so it's a rap Rizzy for that. I think you could tell some cool stories with this. This is going to be one. Stay tuned. I'm sure we'll come back to this and be talking about it. All I ask is that you don't do that Kevin Owens United States champion run again because I hated that on SmackDown the last time he was on there really bad. By the way, I've come to the conclusion how I think the Bloodline storyline is going to end up. You know, as far as... Is it, I, is it a save it? Should we save it or... I mean, it's it's something simple. It's not even something I'm happy about. I think that Jimmy's going to get beat up by, like you said, Roman and, and Solo. And then Jay's going to come out and save Jimmy. And then it's going to seem like Jimmy and Jay have reunited. And then Jimmy and Jay are going to turn on everybody and rejoin with the Bloodline. I can see it. I can see it. I could also see them really trying to push Jay, though. And do you they know why? Everybody. You know why I feel that way? Why? Because WWE's stupid. Hashtag, you know what that means. On sale right now in Sean's Threadless link down below. If you want to get yourself a shirt, you know what that means. It's a, it's a movement. But Cody and... Um, and his partner Jay Uso. This this feels very NWA tag team to me. Like you put two guys together, but it's kind of working. Yeah, you know they're trying to do everything they can to make themselves a team and establish it. Cody was walking up the ramp as the last match and uh, ended, and we got this with Nick Aldis in between telling him, "Hey, gents, knock it off." It looks like it's happening. 
it's it looks like it's happening. They did a little tease. I don't think it's for Survivor Series, but let's let's get into the uh, the road to WrestleMania. For you to sit up here and have so many options, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, all these things that could have taken place. And for you to basically let us know that it's all about Cody getting another shot a year later, and you're already planting the seeds in October, this this is the most sickening garbage imaginable. This is exactly what this is, Conrad. And I tried to talk myself out of it, but as soon as I saw them come face to face, this will be the main event of WrestleMania 40. You might just book it now. Just book it now. And, and it, it makes me sick. It makes me sick. I tried to come up with a word to describe it, and I finally got the word. I, I, I would say it makes me mad. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. No, I've come up with the right word. The right word for Cody Roman 2 is lazy. This is the laziest booking I've ever seen. It makes me sick that they're going to run it back with Cody again. It's absolutely terrible. It's lazy, and it's disrespectful, and I don't like it. Lazy booking. Um, I, I have felt this way since WrestleMania 39 ended, though, Sean, and he got the pinfall. I was like, they're going to run this back. They're going to run this back. Because... I will stand on it. Uh, BJ just put up a good comment that I had up before. He said, Cody has been the guy since he signed, but they are stre they stretched it out too long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you were to give him the belt, you should have just did it last year. I'm putting up McKinney's comment, too, for that. Sammy is next in line for Gunther, and KO is going to be that Roman Roman threat, excuse me, roaming threat around Roman that has to acknowledge because he was close to winning the belt, but it's going to be Cody. Logan Paul versus Cody could be good. I think that would end up being one of the matches. Uh, shout out to Logan Paul, too, who challenged Rey Mysterio for his U.S. championship. Uh, bad booking. Snap, snap. Oh, the Me and Derek video. I forgot about that. Bad booking. Bad booking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's – I don't know. I don't know. Um, to each their own, but Cody – Cody's the guy. I mean, Sean, he's still getting reactions. I don't I can't explain it as to why, because before this, anyone would get turned on. But Cody's still in that spot. He is still favored. And meanwhile, Jay is hotter than fish grease. And you're making him play second fiddle to Cody, and eventually his team's gonna run out. You can't continue having Jay come out first and Cody getting bigger reactions. And think that Jay's momentum is going to continue. It's not. Eventually, that that steam is going to run out. It's like they, they, it's just terrible booking. Terrible booking. 
and right now too it feels like the main focus is on the judgment day as a faction instead of the bloodline, bloodline at this moment in time i agree um i don't know what the big war games match is going to be now that triple h has it back i could see war games again because before this i i wasn't sure if we were going to get it i wasn't a thousand percent sure because i know vince hates the idea um but wrestlemania 40 is starting to take shape i mean are you interested sean what what does your wrestlemania 40 look like if i just said sean what what would what would you want in WrestleMania forty right now that would get you interested as a as a wrestling fan? That's a tough question, my brother. Because are we saying that I have to make salvage something out of the way the storyline is right now? I'm just saying what what would you want to see right now? Like if I told you like what what would just be like oh okay I could get down with that I could sit down and watch that with my fam or you know my kid whatever I'll um, watch that show. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you the main events. I'll. I'll you know, for me, for me, you guys are think, gonna think I'm crazy. I, I think that the Usos should have never broken up. I think the Usos should have stayed a team, and I think Jay could have still went on an individual run. And I think you could have built Jay up to be world champion at WrestleMania 40. And I and I when I say world champion, I mean world champion against Seth Rollins. And I think the main event should be Rock versus Roman Reigns, but Rock is not coming back. So a realistic main event should be, in my opinion, it should be, I take it back. I would have uh, Jay Uso challenge for the world title. I would have had probably, probably Seth Rollins lose the title beforehand so that it would be Jay versus someone else, maybe like a Drew McIntyre or a Damian Priest. And I would have Seth Rollins face Roman Reigns for the world champ for the for the undisputed title in night in night two. That that makes more sense to me. Run it back with them instead of running it back with Cody back to back years. Why can't we get Cody versus Rollins for his belt? I don't. Ooh, Steve. I think Seth. I think Seth resents the fact that he had to put him over every single time. And I don't think he feels like losing again because that's what it would have to be. Got to finish the story, huh? Roman <laughs> and them need ratings for that TKO sale. You're right. Uh, I, I hate it, but you're right. It's true. I, I can't tell if he's being sarcastic, too, with that. You know, I, I think he was being genuine on that comment. The TKO sale makes me think it was a real comment. Could be. I think KO turns heel, BJ says, and has a few with L. A night. Oh, and I feel I think LA Knight's about to get sacrificed at this uh crown jewel show. I don't think it's time to do that, but we'll see. With LA Knight for a while, and Logan Paul is the next US champ. Uh yeah, I still think LA Knight's gonna get himself a little run some way, somehow in here. I just don't know how they get to the next part of it. Uh, I think Judgment Day versus Cody J, Sammy, and question mark. They could. I could even see them doing Judgment Day with uh, Solo, Jimmy, and Roman. Taking on, like, Cody, Jay, Sammy, KO. I I don't know, though. I don't know if they're going to want to mix match all that. I don't want them to feed LA Knight to Roman. I'm with McKinney. But hopefully it's Knight and Jimmy for a minute, and then they give him the U.S. title. It's just me, Oos. They want (laughs) to... Steve Kelly says, my WrestleMania Reigns versus Rollins. I mean, he technically never got his rematch. I think you might have The Rock involved somehow. I, I think it's I think it's over for the, the Rock stuff. They once I saw that, it was this they they're moving forward. They don't care. 
And if you know who's got the booking power, you think he's calling Rock back? Not good. Remember that time you beat me at Judgment Day? I didn't forget. See on Jumanji set. <laughs> that I, I just don't see him booking the rock, is what I'm trying to say. I think there's some laser focused on his young talent that he promised. Look at what we're getting. DIY is reunited on Monday Night Raw. We, why are the Usos not a tag team when you have DIY? Why did you get rid of Sammy and KO? You have DIY. It's like it's like it's not possible to have multiple good teams at the same time. I don't get it. Oh, my, I don't get it. I'm gonna tell you something that's gonna mess your head up too, and I'm sad to say it. This DIY reunion is not gonna work. I don't. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think we're going to get the same effect like we did in NXT to where it led to two single stars. That's not going to happen again. Exactly. They're going to have to, they're just going to be a, a solid tag team for the whatever years are left for between them. Exactly. I don't know who, I, I, Tommaso might retire first if anybody wants to out of the two, but and I I'm don't gonna, know. I'm going to say something that maybe seems a little petty to It shouldn't mean that much. The music choices are really messing up the product. Bro, when Johnny came back, people were like, who is that? It, it, yo, we got to get someone better in music. I don't know if they need me to tell them or you, but we're telling y'all, get somebody new. Yeah. It's bad. It's been terrible. It's been absolutely terrible. These these remixes and new music has been terrible. But, Sean, I'm going to let you put the bow on this episode. I don't have too much else to say. Um, I know we'll be live next week, same time. So I'm going to let you take us out of this one. Uh, guys, if you have comments, leave them down below. Like, comment, subscribe. Also do the same for Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. I'm being quiet. I enjoyed this show. Next week, I can't wait to talk some more pro wrestling with you guys. But I'm going to let Sean take us out. Well, I mean, once again, Conrad, it's always a pleasure to be with you, man. Like, you know, this is a, the best part of my week as well. So I really enjoy, you know, being with you guys and our viewers, man. You guys make it what it is. Appreciate you guys. Um, you know, I, I, WWE is terrible. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know, I don't say it just to be funny. I say it because I really believe it. And I believe that they really have dropped the ball in a lot of areas. Um, and it's it's really a shame that, that we've come to this point. But there are some really solid options out there. Make sure you check out Bound for Glory this coming Saturday night. Make sure you continue to watch New Japan. Make sure you continue to watch AEW. AEW needs to improve as well. You know what I'm saying? So let's call a spade a spade. But make sure you check out Conrad and Derek every Wednesday night as they bring forth their AEW review on the Everything Pro Wrestling channel. Make sure you circle your calendar and get your notifications locked in for November 16th. What's going on November 16th? Well, Thursday, November 16th at 8 p.m., Conrad, Renzi, and Crystal will be rejoining my show as we do something called the Survivor Series Special. We are going to talk about the greatest Survivor Series storylines in the history of the of the Survivor Series. Um, the first ever pay-per-view where a heel was the winner of the final match, Andre the Giant in 1987. Uh, the unbelievable occurrence that took place in 97, the Montreal Screwjob. There's a lot of epic things to talk about. Plus, that'll be the official show that we give our Survivor Series 2023 predictions as well. So make sure you check us out on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly channel on November 16th. 
keep in mind next week we'll be back at a special start time of 705 and then the following week my father's birthday october 30th we'll be back at 605 so with that being said once again shout out to quilly quills happy birthday my g everybody in the chat we appreciate you guys and leasy easy rockstar uh my goodness, like everybody, McKinney, we appreciate each and every one of you guys. So until next week at 7.05, remember, evil never prevails. God bless. And we'll see you next week right here on Clash of the Podcast. Later.